Hello and welcome to the Tech Geek Podcast, folks. I'm your host, Sukriti, and I would like to thank each one of you for tuning in. Guys, World Engineers Day, celebrated every September 15th, serves to appreciate engineers and their contributions to the society. This day also commemorates the birth anniversary of Sir Moksha Gudnam Visarthasarya, who is considered as one of the greatest engineers in India. So it's a special day for all you engineers out there. And I thought, why not have a conversation with engineers for you engineers? So folks, please join me in welcoming our guests for today's episode. I have with me Mr. Madhusudan Krishnapuram, who's the Vice President of Engineering and Managing Director India at GoTo, and Chandir Damodaran, who is the CTO, Cloud Engineering at Brilio. Welcome to the show, Madhusudan and Chandir. I'm so delighted to have both of you here with me, wishing you a very happy Engineers Day. Thank you so much, Sukriti. Glad to be here. Thank you, Sukriti. Happy Engineers Day to all of you. Thank you so much for joining in. And uh, before we actually go to the main discussion, uh, you know, just just tell us about, uh, you know, what do you think about the Engineers Day? How the engineers are positioned in India right now uh, in the current market? And uh, what are your perspectives on the current trends that are flowing? Uh, Madhu, we'll begin with you. Sure. Um... So Engineers Day holds a special place for me. I'm a big fan of Bharat Ratna Sri Moksha Gundam Vishweshwaraya. His contributions and ideals are an inspiration, not just for an engineer, but for any professional. Uh, as far as the positions of engineers in India today is concerned, uh, it's at an interesting inflection point, and I'd like to make it a little controversial. The opportunities for our profession is plentiful. We done undoubtedly, we have the capability to leverage this situation and to realize the potential. But I think we are somewhat complacent. We must shake off this perception of complacency and both celebrate the accomplishments of a profession and be ambitious about making a difference to the world we live in. This to me is what Engineers Day should stand for and should remind us. Wonderful. Tandir, what do you think? Um, thanks, Sukriti. I think uh, you know this whole Engineers Day is all, you know, also something very, very special for me, especially because um, you know, like Madhu also mentioned, Vishwashrik's contribution to, to the field of engineering, right, and to what he has done to India. I mean, not just for India, I think he's also celebrated by other countries. And I think there was a brilliant article from your Times group around, uh, you know, all the things that he has done. Right? I think so it's a great honor to, you know, to celebrate uh, this whole Engineers Day. I think the big part that I would say his ability to instill the spirit of engineering. Uh, and you know to have the number of engineers that we have today uh, that are coming out right from our colleges and I think we have become like the hub for engineering right I think India has started becoming the hub for engineering and a lot of things that we have been able to do not just in IT but in also all the other fields that Madhu mentioned I think is an important uh, milestone that I would uh, you know associate with Mr. Vishwishwaraya and uh, and what you know how we celebrate the engineers day and I think from a position of engineers and what we are I think Today, uh, you know, we have a much more richer diversity of engineers that are graduating, right? Uh, you know, from probably what we were before. And I would basically say it's just a, a significant positive change in our education system. And then the quality of engineers that we are actually getting out today, uh, who are a lot, uh, you know, more technical and more, um, you know, let's say industry centric, right? Than what it was before. So that's how, how I see the position of engineers in uh, 2022 now. All right. 
So that was about the current market trends. Uh, Madhu, I would you know come to you. The role of engineers has evolved over uh, in the past few years, uh, as we all know. Uh, do you think having only an engineering degree is sufficient to survive in the market uh, right now? Uh, survival is not really the issue. Uh, I'd like to replace the word survive uh, with the word thrive, if you will. Uh, to thrive in this market, um, I think three things are essential. To basically have mastery in your profession, to have a passion for what you do, and to have a growth mindset. Um, in that sense, I view an engineering degree as an enabler. It is necessary, but it is definitely not sufficient. Uh, to succeed, engineers are expected to embrace kind of a multidisciplinary approach to problem solving, especially given that this is a complex and interconnected world. So um, I don't think is think of this as being limited by just an engineering degree or somehow being enabled by something more than just an engineering degree. It's more of a mindset, attitude and expertise that drives success. Okay, so I think uh, now it's more about thriving in the market and not just survival. A basic degree can help you survive, but not thrive. Good one. Okay, Chandir, uh, are there any specific skills or a whole skill set that engineers should develop for a bright future? Um, you know, I'll, I'll build on what uh, Madhu spoke. I think it's it's interesting to see, you know, and, and this is part of my initial dialogue as well, right? I think there's a fundamental shift in how we are now looking at, uh, you know, the whole scheme of engineers, right? So today, the engineers that we get are people who are not just, you know, learn their trade, right? And it's also about having industry immersion. In fact, a couple of weeks back, you know, I was part of, uh, you know, College Connect, you know, you know, in, in talking about our industries. And, you know, this is part of, uh, you know, standard curriculum that they do now. And this is across the board that I'm seeing, right? So what I'm uh, what I'm actually seeing is you know today's engineers are a lot more I would say industry centric in that sense you know their ability to to understand you know and not just come with theory and background but more in terms of you know practicalities and how do you apply I think is how I see it I think uh, Madhu spoke about a couple of interesting points right one I would I would kind of break this down into like the three things that uh, Madhu also spoke I think one would be um, you know, the ability to look at and solve problems, right? I think a big part of work today is not to be transactional or kind of chase the tail, right? I think it's about your ability to kind of uh, empathize and look at what is the problem that I'm actually trying to solve, right? And have the big picture, right? I would say that is an important skill um, that is that is really required. And this can span across from a grad who's coming out of college and joining into a professional world or to people who are in the system as well, right? Uh, people who have been uh, engineers for the years. I would say a second big skill that I would say, it, I think is, is that whole multidisciplinary angle that kind of came in, right? So it's engineering is not about just degree or, you know, a particular skill, right? It's about your ability to kind of being situationally relevant and playing the role that is required at that point in time, right? Uh, and then technical skills, you know, if you kind of look at it, right? I think it's ever evolving. You know, we all, even with you know a number of years of experience, you know, you have to constantly keep, uh, you know, you know, chiseling your, uh, you know, to your 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 saw, right? I think you need to constantly keep, you know, sharpening your sword. So I think what comes out is your ability to not chase a tail, but kind of look at, you know, how trends are evolving, right? What is it, what is happening within the industry? What's happening within uh, the technology space? And then kind of building a very strong foundational skills, right? That requires you to constantly keep, uh, you know, skilling yourself and reskilling. So I think, uh, you know, if I had to summarize this, right? Being 
uh, you know, having the ability to problem solve, kind of looking at, uh, you know, being situationally relevant, right, and, 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 and playing into the context is what is required. And then third, our ability to play into, uh, like, the multidimensional technical skills and, you know, other skills as well, right, I think is going to be the three big things that we should uh, look for, uh, you know, from an engineer's perspective. And I would say just, uh, you know, to give a technical flavor, I would say, you know, the current trends that are out there is primarily around, uh, you know, connected, immersive thinking, right? So metaverse plays a big role, digital twin plays a big role, data fabric, data mesh plays a big role, ethical AI is another area, you know, where we are seeing a deluge. So I would say, you know, broadly these dimensions is what we should be looking for. All right, engineers, if you're listening, I hope you made a note of uh, what our speaker has just mentioned. I would now like to move to Madhu. Madhu, do you see, you know, what do you see in the future of engineers, especially in the IT and CS, um, you know, in the coming time? I think the future is bright. It's very bright. Um, if you look at IT and CS specifically, those streams have progressed. Uh, they've become ubiquitous now. They're part of the operating fabric, if you will, the operating system that powers almost all professions and disciplines. I mean, if you take GoTo, for example, our solutions have over 1 billion people joining meetings, classes, webinars, over a half a billion connections to our remote access and support tools. And we are out of the way. It's all to get their jobs done. And what we do is just enable. So I look at IT and CSS enabling innovation. It's providing information at your fingertips, generating new insights every day, and making you think about problems and interact easily with people uh, and do the things that you would like to get done without uh, hindrances, if you will. So I foresee the demand for these professionals only increasing. I mean, we have to keep optimizing for new constraints and enable new solutions and develop new ways of thinking. And IT and CS and engineering is at the heart of all of that. Lovely. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Chandra, I'll move to you. And I think this is the last one for our conversation as well. Sometimes you see that the use of uh, software tools and automation technology has become a threat to engineers' jobs. And uh, do you think it is possible that uh, machines will take over the jobs of engineers? Because I think this is one of the most, most, uh, uh, you know, important aspects that have been creating a buzz and a concern uh, amongst yeah. the en entire engineer class, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think it's a great question. Right? Thanks for asking this. I think, uh, uh, Steven, you know, if I just put a time series and basically talk about, you know, a decade back or, you know, even, even earlier, I think there used to be broadly, you know, one or two tech stacks and people used to just sit and do either custom code, right, or there were products that were out there. But I think, uh, especially with the way I think we have evolved, right, and, and especially post-pandemic, you know, you see a lot more things getting done remote, right? You see a lot more emphasis and push towards uh, digitalization. Uh, the whole theme of uh, environmental social governance, right, I think is a big theme today, right? Pretending to becoming net zero, carbon neutral, so on and so forth. So what's basically getting to, and, and now, you know, you have more bots, you have more, uh, you know, in fact, I think there was a Gartner survey that came in, you know, it talked about more devices connected to the internet than uh, humans. And that I think is going to become a lot more real, right? I think as we keep going. So what, what, what does it all translate to? It basically translates to a problem that were, that are becoming a lot more complex. There are a lot more technologies that are out there. So it's, it's just a question of how do you basically uh, 
you know, bring in, uh, you know, when, you know, when, when you have a scale and complexity and the problems that start becoming humongous, how do you basically try to solve all of those, right? And that's where I see uh, tools and automation as a way of life, as something that's going to becoming a lot more pragmatic, right? In terms of, you know, how do you, you know, if you have to drive scale and you have to drive predictability, I think it's it's a question of humans coming in and playing the role of driving the strategy, right? Putting together the blueprint, but eventually you need somebody to repeat and scale this. And that's where I see uh, tools and automation complementing what an engineer does today, right? Um, that's how I see this world evolving. So it's not really a threat. I would I would basically say all the mundane jobs and routine jobs are the ones that needs to be automated so that you know you free up the bandwidth and energy and humans have you know this power of thinking, right? Our ability to solve things. So that's where I think you know when you correlate back this to an engineer's mindset. Uh, which even mother was talking, I think it's a question of do you have the right attitude and you know if you have the right aptitude to basically go and solve problems. I think that's when you think of it, you're able to then solve higher order problems and not focus on routine stuff. Right? And that could that could be where you know we could look at tools and automation to solve uh, for us. Uh, Thanks, Sanjay. I think you've you've beautifully uh, comprehended this for us. And um, when it comes about uh, you know the, when we particularly quote it as machines replacing humans. That is something that I think is, is an extreme possible because the decision making in the end would lie in our hands, uh, no matter how much machines can work for us. Uh, the final decision making, the intellect quotient that we uh, talk about uh, still is uh, in human hands. So thank you so much for that. Uh, I would want both of you to give me a wonderful closing remark as you've you know, wonderfully crafted the entire conversation for me. Madhu, what do you think? Uh, how did the conversation go? And uh, you know, uh, what would you wish our engineers uh, today? Um, thanks, Sukriti. Uh, this was a really short and sweet conversation, and I couldn't agree more with everything that Chandra just uh, mentioned, and he did it far better than I ever could. So that's also. Uh, that said, uh, to me, it's just amazing to see what information technology has enabled over the last couple of decades. Uh, I think we're kind of living through history, and we should recognize the moment. Uh, the complexity and scale of this accomplishment is mind-boggling. So on this occasion, what I'd like to remind myself and my fellow professionals is that with such power, uh, it becomes our responsibility to innovate and to act in a manner that makes our communities greener, safer, and better. That would truly be like a fitting tribute to the man whose birthday we celebrate as Engineers Day. That's it. Thank you, Madhu. I think that I think that was that was uh, the perfect end uh, to a conversation. Thank you so much, Chandir. You know, I I, I would second what uh, Madhu said. Uh, I think it's you know for all of us to give the you know I think the recognition, the credibility to what Vishwesh has started off with. I think it's an important uh, part that we all imbibe that spirit of that entrepreneurship, the spirit of basically going and getting things done, right? I think, and his examples of all the things that he has done, you know, within India and otherwise, right? I think is a testimony to that. And as long as us as engineers, and I, and I think our able, you know, as we keep evolving, right? I think our market dynamics are changing, you know, everything is changing. It's about adaptability to the new world, right? It's adaptability to being situationally relevant to what is in the context of, uh, you, know, the, you know, the engineer's mindset. So that's, that's where I would say, 
you know, have this, you know, curiosity, have the spirit of uh, entrepreneurship, you know, have a sense of purpose to what you want to be doing and just keep at it, right? Uh, I think that's the, the, the most befitting tribute that we can give to the, you know, the greatest man uh, that we've seen as an engineer. Uh, so that's that's what I would say, you know, and happy engineers day to all of us. Thank you, Chandir. So this actually brings us uh, to the end of our uh, episode and the session. I think we have some some beautiful and some great uh, insights shared by both of you, and it has been a very delightful uh, conversation for me. Thank you so much, Madhu and Chandir, for uh, you know this amazing knowledge sharing uh, session on uh, Engineers Day and uh, sharing your thoughts and your perspectives on how. Uh, our co-professionals uh, who you know who are working in this arena and are, are striving to uh, thrive in a better and a more innovative world can actually do their best. Thank you so much for that. Audience, thank you once again for tuning in. Hope you had some great learning from our guests today. Wishing you all a very happy Engineers Day once again. Stay tuned to TechGeek for all the latest tech updates and happenings. <laughs>